Are you all right? Are you trying to talk? Oh, it's so sad. Look what you've driven him to. Oh, my God, you did it. That's what he sounds like. You made my best friend quit. Yeah. No, no, I did not. That was his choice. And frankly, I'm proud of him. That's why I'm going to kick your ass. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that does, I think, was us in the tin. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. Hey, and we're here today to do a see it. Or skip it. I was going to give you grief because I'm like, you know, we're near the microphone. And then I forgot that you've got the Britney mic <laughs> going. It's Britney, bitch. Um, yes, yeah, so we're here to do a Cedar Skip It. I'm just going to sidestep that. Okay. We're going to do a Cedar Skip It on a Spirited. Yay! Yeah, this was your uh, Christmas... It was my Christmas pick. ...choice. And so I was bored one weekend and uh, trying to... I was actually on Apple TV going, do I keep this? Because I got like so many free months when I bought my either my CV or my PlayStation or something. And I burned... I, I, I then kept it for Ted Lasso. Yeah. And then I hung on to it for the last season of Ted Lasso. And then I'm like, do I cancel this or do, for Paramount Plus or what do I do? And then when you were making the big deal about Spirit, and I was like, all right, I'll give this a watch, actually. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we were doing a little, bit of, a little bit of Christmas content here on the BFE. So we've got this, and I think uh, this will release first. And then uh, we're going to have uh, another theater skip it on Wonka. Ooh, Brought I to, to us that. by... Uh, uh, Liam and I are going to go see that, actually, as we uh, record this just this coming Tuesday. We're, we're, we're going to go see it. So, Very nice. Yeah, my, my last podcast in Huzzah before I head across Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean. Le Ocean Atlantic. <laughs> oui, oui. I don't know why it's French. Um, but the, maybe because we went back to Canada. Back to but, Canada. Not, but not the French part of Canada. But no. still, no, no. But that is that. So, uh, yeah. So... There's that. So if this is your first time listening to a see it or skip it, what's going to happen is we're going to start off by giving you a spoiler-free review. Mm-hmm. So basically, so you can find out just some general information. We've rewatched the trailer, and the general rule of thumb is no plot points that aren't given away explicitly by the trailer. Okay. Uh, and therefore, uh, that'll give that side. And then you're going to hear something that's going to sound an awful lot like... And when I say an awful lot, like, I mean, it'll be that. That exact thing. And after that, we'll do full spoiler review. But you'll have plenty of warning. And like I said, you'll have to sort of tip you off. Now, also, before we get to the... Why are you pressing it, Lars? <laughs> before we get to that, we will reveal our verdict. Should you see it or should you skip it? Yes. So this one, I mean, it's kind of a middle ground. It's more like a stream it or skip it. Yeah, it's not quite the same, It's is not it? quite the same. So the stakes might be a bit lower. Yeah. But have the stakes ever been higher as we go across Spirited? So, um, why were you, I don't want to, without giving it away, I mean, we kind of know what your review is going to be at the end of the day anyway. Yeah. But um, let's talk about general reasons why people might like this. We just rewatched the trailer. Uh, it's very much a uh, pivot on a Christmas Carol. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, a Christmas Carol is so well known yeah. that you can pivot on it and people get what you're doing. I mean, Scrooged yeah, yeah. might be the most famous pivot on I've a Christmas Carol. Scrooged. Yeah, uh, Scrooged is, uh, 
I think it was Ethan, myself. I think that was it. Maybe maybe it was maybe there was someone else there. Um, but that was the one we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's supposed to say it's pivot. I, I'm not including Muppet Christmas Carol because it's not really a pivot. It's just the Muppets are the doing Muppets the roles. Do Muppets, yeah. But it's yeah. a fairly faithful adaptation where it's Scrooge quite good, Scrooge yeah. takes a bit of a modern day turn, and uh, okay. so Spirited also does a bit of a modern day turn. And the concept being the conceit of the piece is, uh, I'm still going to use that uh, Sinead Prasad word as often as I can. The conceit <laughs> the of the piece of is. The piece. Uh, that the Scrooge redemption story happens every year for someone who's been selected by the ghosts of Christmas in order to better mankind. Yes. And so it's a tradition until we see the guy. The guy. Who is numb to it all. And that's basically the setup, I think, for mm-hmm. Scrooge. Not Scrooge, Spirited. Yeah. Yeah. So Apple TV, I mean, first off, that's a block. So how did you come across seeing this? I came across seeing this because people I know from theatre were going on about it and they were like, it's really, 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 really good. You need to watch it. I think you'd really, really like it. Um, and I'd seen a few of the um, little clips and stuff from it from YouTube from watching it and was like, it gives me the warm and fuzzy feelings. I really want to watch it. Um, and then actually the night we, I think it was the night after we finished Carrie, um, we were all really sad still. <laughs> and one of them suggested watching Spirited. So on, I think like, the, at the end of October we watched it um, and it made me feel really happy and it made put me in Christmas mood and just made me feel warm and fuzzy and I loved it. Okay. Um, I'd say, I, mean, I really do believe that it's really hard. I think there's a lot of really good modern Christmas films. No. I, I think it's really quite difficult to bash into that. So I think the market's maybe wanting something, but whether this is it or not, I don't know. Uh, first and foremost, let's rip the Band-Aid off. It's a musical. Is a musical, yeah. I did. I, I hesitated from saying that because technically, I don't think it actually shows you that it's a musical in the trailer. I think it does. There's music in it. There's lots of people singing. Are they were they singing? Yeah. Did they actually sing in? The yeah, trailer? I think. Yeah. I don't know if they did. I think if we went back, it was singing. Okay. Spoilers, folks. It's 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 a musical. It's a musical. A musical. So yeah, um, and we can talk. About, we'll talk more about maybe specific songs or things of that ilk uh, after the after the spoiler break. Mm-hmm. But that can have one of two things. I mean, some people can be turned right 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 off by that, or you yeah. can go, "Hey, this is a a really interesting thing." Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, should we talk about, about the two leads? Yeah, yeah. Um, lead number one. Let's do Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell, who uh, is. From, from from the placement, as we see in the trailer, yep. he is one of the ghosts. Yes. He's one of the ghosts. He's kind of seems to be our, our point man. He's the, he's, it looks like from the trailer, it's going to, well, it's going to be his sort of story. Yeah. He he's is, the one he's who hands the ghost this up. Christmas present. So he is in charge. Yeah. Yeah. And so what is your take on, Liam famously hates Will Ferrell and therefore, if I'm being honest, I don't think he'll engage with him fairly. No. <laughs> um, whereas I don't really like Will Ferrell, but there are exceptions to the rule. Yeah. When Will Ferrell does Will Ferrell correctly, I think he can be very funny. I just think he doesn't hit that note enough. Yeah, it's not always right. Uh, I would say in this, I think maybe because he's aging, uh, I think I think he hits it. I think he, oh, he's, this is this is good Will Ferrell. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is, this is, this is not good Will Hunting. This is good Will Ferrell. This is good Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um, Oh, yeah, no, I think, well, he's famously, this is this is his second Christmas film, isn't it? Because he did Elf. Yeah, he did do Elf. Um, a, f- a film I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of. It's completely overrated and I think actually a bit shit in places. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah no he's this is for me this is his far better christmas film uh, but i think his performance is better in this as well because he's not constantly tenning all over the place which is what he elf is in elf yeah. and what he is in a lot of things there is don't get me wrong there's not loads of nuance to his character but there's far more than there is to a lot of characters he plays yeah and, and the setup's basically okay so here he is and everything goes smoothly every year yeah. until he hits the guy who is just too far gone yeah because it's it's there seems to be a gauge on who's who's savable and who's not yeah who will actually make a difference who will actually make a difference and will actually see see the light so to speak yeah. and so we meet mr i can't see the light to steal a line from tangled and twist it but i just can't see the light uh, and that is canada's own ryan reynolds ryan reynolds yeah yeah um who again okay you're, no, go you're, on. no you go he's playing ryan reynolds in this isn't he he is yeah but this yeah. is again this is good ryan reynolds ryan reynolds plays oh. ryan reynolds a lot of the time i think this is good ryan reynolds see I hear you. This is when I say Ryan Reynolds. Can I be more specific? Mm-hmm. This is if Deadpool did a Christmas movie. Yeah, because he's commenting on on all the meta tropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that is that is kind of who Ryan Reynolds is as an actor. Is, That's is, the parts he plays. Is, okay, we, we famously did Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, and uh, which actually he didn't play Ryan Reynolds in. No, he plays that one a lot straighter yeah, than, yeah. than he does everything since. And I'm not. Uh, yeah, and maybe he's clever because playing Ryan Reynolds has worked out really well for him. Yeah, yeah. He's doing really, really well as a result of playing Ryan Reynolds. Um, yeah, uh, he's he's a great counterpoint because Will Ferrell gets to play not Elf, but his sickly sweet version of I believe in the goodness in humanity. Yeah, I believe in the ability to, to change. change people. Yeah, and then Ryan Reynolds is like jaded. Yeah, I've seen this before. Um, not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Oh, you really thought it was gonna work? Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't time. <laughs> Ain't got time for this. Yeah. 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 So I mean, they I'll, work very well together. Yeah, and and, and the tale again loosely fits around the story structure you're familiar with with a Christmas Carol. And I always think it's genius to do things that sort of play loosely off a Christmas Carol because it is so well known that when you take deviations, the audience pick up on those deviations okay, oh. so quickly. Yeah, Liam and I once went and reviewed a play, and we weren't really. I was filling in for the local critic. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Go see these guys." He said, "They're, they're pretty new." Mm-hmm. And so we went and checked out the uh, thing, and we didn't realize it was a play within a play. Oh, okay. So it was up. We went there, and we were greeted by the chairperson of a fictional drama group. <laughs> so these these little old ladies, legitimately in yeah. the region, are playing a group of amateur playmakers, right? Doing a Christmas Carol. Oh, so okay. it's two levels deep. Yeah, yeah. So there's genius in it for two reasons. Number one, because it's Christmas Carol, we all know how it's supposed to go. And therefore, when it takes a left turn, lots of humor can take place. You go, hang on, that's not right. So it's like other situations, but usually in the first act, they have to show you how it normally would run. You don't have to do that. You can skip right to the funny stuff. But the second part is, because it was intentionally supposed to go wrong, Mm. Even when they legitimately screwed up, it didn't matter. You kind of gave them the benefit yeah. of a doubt because you didn't know if it was part of the show or not. <laughs> so it was, it was absolutely genius. This one, not 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 quite the, the, the same way, but it does play off with um, conventions, and you know we get some of those traditional um, Dickensian kind of tropes. We yeah. get we get Victorian London, yes, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get, but with a mix with that, you get these big choreographed dance numbers. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and you do get... It's weird, because I just said Ryan Reynolds is playing Deadpool, which is typically cynical. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think underlying it all, there's a massive amount of heart yeah. in this film. Um, and I'll say this. Reynolds and Farrell can both hold a tune. They really can. They're really yeah. good. Yeah, they, they both do an absolutely incredible job. I mean, the music is Pasek and Paul. Um, and Pasek and Paul are a duo who have done lots of stuff like over the years this is i think their most recent thing and by far their best okay um people will argue with me that and that's fine they they're the same people who do dear, dear evan hansen is pasik and paul Ugh. um dogfight is pasik and paul several different things but this is their best work by far in my opinion because i one i hate dear evan hansen i won't lie but a lot of their music sounds very similar but because this has the christmas edge to it it has elevated it as well and just makes it a lot better. I mean, they're also... Oh, to be fair, they are La La Land as well. La La Land is probably their second. Is Mike tie with this for mu- musically? I'm not sure. Wait, what? The songs what, in La La Land. Are written by... Classic and Paul. Not Same by Justin Herberts. He's the music. I believe they're the lyrics. Okay. So it, I it don't know which way around it okay, is. Okay, I, I think you might be shooting too high if you're saying this is on par with La La Land. No, it depends on how, how much they put in on yeah. that i don't know what it i don't know what the breakdown yeah, is i think uh i think la la land is why well, la la land's a phenomenal film what i'm surprised you haven't done yet on the pod from being honest mm-hmm. yeah oh, given, okay, given they, our communal they, love of musicals they wrote um city of stars and, and the audition song which okay no yeah they are very 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 good i'll take that back that is much better um but they also did great showman this feels very great showman yeah, yeah, yeah you can hear the similarity kind uh, of it's weird. Greatest Showman's a show for theater kids. Mm-hmm. This has got more mass appeal. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so while we're talking about good singers, should we talk about Octavia Spencer? <laughs> Go on. Doesn't really fit that same conversation now. Oh, and I get me wrong. Like, like, it holds the tune, but it's been produced to all get up. It's almost like it would have sounded better, I think, if they hadn't have produced it, because even if it was raw and bad. Yeah there's something to that if maybe i'm wrong and maybe and she's a lovely singer it just comes across as so produced yeah. whereas Farrell and uh reynolds don't no they sound pretty pretty up like raw it now, now there, bad. there is something in the fact that for the most part well say for the most part no one else gets a ballad but that's not true and we'll talk about that after the break as well yeah but <laughs> i will say this if you don't like octavia spencer's song i'm sorry <laughs> It's going to be like having a meal you didn't like and having acid reflux a couple of times during the night. Because <laughs> you're going to be like, I thought I was done with this already. And then, nope, it returns. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, there's, I mean, I don't think it's, it's it says on the, in the trailer, it sort of mentioned that, you know, um, Will Ferrell's character suddenly uh, finds himself sweet mm-hmm. on Octavia Spencer's character. Yeah. Um, which is which I'm going to say is great for a couple of reasons. In the sense of a, um, it still isn't. I'll, you don't tend to see a lot of. I'll say this: you don't tend to see a lot of romantic relationships between characters of that age. No. Nor do you tend to see a lot of romantic relationships between a lot of romantic biracial relationships between characters of that age. Yeah. So that was, and and, it, and the best part was it wasn't a thing. No. Like, no one would, maybe 10, 15 years ago, we would draw attention to the fact of, hey, 
so what if he's white? Yeah. Or hey, I mean, there might be a passing joke in there somewhere, but it's it's it's, it's no more than that. No. Yeah. And there's a real, there's a sort it's of really lovely. Yeah, there's a sort of sweet chemistry the two of them have. Yeah, they play it off. It it comes off as quite childlike, but in a really lovely way. Yeah, innocent. Yeah, really yeah, innocent. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Outside of that, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I really want to touch base on. Uh, I'm going to leave that one because it wasn't revealed in the... It's a bit of casting, but it wasn't revealed in the trailer, so I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Um, what about uh, choreography? How did you feel? Do you want to talk... I mean, it was, I mean, it was a big musical number, um, Newsies kind of stuff, like it was just big whole screen. It's very, very impressive because they've they've got a lot of extras in. $75 million budget. Like, they were not afraid to sink some money into this. Yeah, a lot of extras, a lot of very, very good dancers that are being used in a very, very impressive way. Yep. Um, the choreo is, it's Chloe, Chloe Arnold, who her yep. and her sister are um, very, very big in the tap world. Okay. Which is why it, there is tap in this, in it, and it is incredibly impressive. They hide the f- the weaknesses of yep. their leads really well by being accent pieces around them. They and do don't ask them job. to do too much, but they still do some. Yeah, they do a very good job of making non-dancers look like they are still doing the dancing and doing it well. And there's probably about two or three massive pieces that really are great. Yeah. And I'll say this. there's You think you're in line for one kind of movie, and then it does pack an emotional punch. Mm-hmm. yeah so there's a surprise and again with all the cynicism you, and even heart you, it, it does it does go to some emotional places yeah. and which is weird because we're so familiar with the christmas carol format you might not think that's doable because you don't we've think seen it's gonna it be able to get you and it and it does and it does yeah so yeah so there it is i mean i, I don't want to necessarily belabor the point no. Much beyond that, because the cast, I mean, it really is a two-person cast. Well, three people, two people, and Octavia Spencer gets to sing a song a few times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's really more or less about that. So should we go ahead and lay down a verdict on this one? Uh, yeah. Stream it or skip it? Stream it. Yeah, I'm going to stream it. Especially, you know, if you're listening to this before the holiday season, go ahead and give it a... Uh, I'll say this. I was surprised because I went down kind of being like a Grinch. I think I messaged you and said, <laughs> I'm watching this, but I'm not obligated. Don't, don't feel like I'm... I'm, I'm sorry to tell you if I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was like, no, this was really actually held my attention. It's weird. 71% Rotten Tomatoes. So that's, you know, a decent enough number. Yeah. yeah. 6.6 on IMDb. I think that is uh, two factors for that. Musical. Musical on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So not quite Shakespeare in love, but uh, no, not quite but, uh, Shakespeare Christmas love, and musical. Christmas yeah. And musical. Yeah. So there we go. So that's two hearty streamets from us over here. And in a second, we're gonna we're gonna spoil it. We're gonna tell you kind of our unfiltered thoughts on it. Yeah. But and especially getting some of the musical numbers that da 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 and things that yeah. really uh, held with us. So major plot points, things like that. So if you haven't seen it, go. It's on Apple TV. Go ahead and access it, or I'm sure you can rent it somehow through a third party. But yeah. go give it a watch. Um, let your heart grow three sizes this Christmas, and then we'll catch you on the flippity flop. Flippity flip flop. All right, do you know how to do this? Spoiler. Spoiler. I don't know how you're supposed to spoiler. say spoiler on the offbeat. Spoiler. 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 It spoiler. It didn't used to be. He this lives in a house in a very big house. Spoiler, spoiler country. country. <laughs> yeah, you've done this for a long time. I really haven't. Um. So let's talk about uh, 
unfiltered view thoughts on the, on the film. Go, go, go ahead. What do, what do you got? Um, I think it does a brilliant job of kind of going, here's what you think is going to happen, but then we're going to throw other bits in there. But they do, it hits all of the beats as well as being about the Christmas Carol and kind of being in the same universe as in like there's still, there is really is a ghost of Christmas past, present and yet to come. It also hits the beats of the Scrooge story as well, but with other people. So it hits the um, traumatic kind of like childhood. It hits the death in the family. It hits the um, child dying. It hits like lots of these different bits and pieces. Um, It hits the almost had a uh, girlfriend wife but lost her yep um and it does it really really well and it does it in a way that if you so when i first watched this i hadn't seen the trailer i hadn't read the thing i didn't know what i was getting into but i very very quickly being familiar with christmas carol went this is brilliant it's christmas carol um and was able to kind of work it out a little bit ahead of where the film told you different bits and pieces because there were so many little dropped hints as well um i really appreciated that there are some nods to the original like book as well i mean just the the entrance of um christmas past is white light shadow and like a white cloak which is what if you read the the dickens novel is what the ghost ghost is described as there's just little bits and pieces as well that are sprinkled in that are very very clever um i think the choreo and the musical numbers are absolutely fantastic you don't often see anymore the big budget soundstage full of people that if one person gets it wrong, you've got to restart the take type scenes. Yep, I agree. Um, and it's so impressive. It harkens back to the kind of Fosse style singing in the rain numbers that you don't, you just don't see them much anymore. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. It's the last time I did a Cedar Skip, I did it with Liam. And mm. we said something similar about uh, uh, Napoleon. We said people don't do these giant war epics anymore. And you, yeah. and you know who did that? Who was that? Apple. Well, Apple Studios. Apple's, Apple's still doing... So they're going for... Extras and people. And, yeah, they're putting people on stage and having them do things. Which is what the, which is what the arts industry yeah, needs. Yeah, it's, it's what it should it be. It's what it needs, yep. and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, so we start... I mean, it was kind of good. We start with... I'm not going to do a beat-by-beat beat thing, far from it, but I think it's important. We start to see what, what a successful Christmas like. haunt... Yeah. Is, I think that's what they refer to yeah. it as. Has... And uh, we see it's this woman who apparently was a miserable neighbor, and she goes, and her big thing is she joins in playing road hockey or something like that. That's her win. And we freeze, and then we see all the ghosts come out and say, hey, well done, you've you've done a great job. And then Will Ferrell's looking at retirement. For some reason, he will, some reason he won't, yada, yada, yada. And that's the gimmick. And then they got to pick next year's mark, and that's Ryan Reynolds. Um, I had something here, and I've just lost it. Um, That's unfortunate. (laughs) Nope, Not it's sure. gone. It's gone completely. Yeah. Um, so. how um, The Hall of Ghosts. Yep. Is that when you picked out Scrooge? Well, that he was Scrooge? Yeah. Or? Uh, no, I think I was later than that. I was, I was later than that, yeah. but I, watching it a second time, I went, oh, that's quite clever. Once I found out Marley's... Re- up so it's weird, because it's both... It treats... Dickens really wrote the novel, but it treats Scrooge like he's a real person. Yeah, so it's like as if Dickens wrote it about a real, a guy. real, a real situation. Yeah. yeah, it's. I mean, you got to kind of suspend your because you need to know the, the tropes of the of the story to pull it off. But they play it obviously for the twist, especially. Yeah, like it is uh, real. Um, 
And so sort of this big power fight that I guess for some reason Will Ferrell's character wants to do one last great haunt. Yeah. Bring back a guy who can make real legitimate change. Because I guess he's starting to see that what he feels like is the futility. Like he, he's, he's able to sock her mom or a bad neighborhood. Yeah. What does that, what does that mean? Maybe her neighborhood's a happy place, but yeah. there's no real impact of change. Not really. And but, so he's looking for more. Yeah, he wants it to be more because he, we find out he's trying to, if he, he wants to, he can't let himself not do this job anymore because he's afraid to go back to being a human because he's afraid that actually... Oh, there's that's the thing that'll come out at the end. The yeah, wash, yeah. yeah, will be that if he doesn't do this and goes back to being a human, then what if it? What if it wasn't real? What if he? What, what if his what change isn't? Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is an interesting for anybody who's ever undergone any sort of positive change. I think that 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 fears in the back of your head. Oh, absolutely. What if it's not real? Yeah. What if I think I've made this breakthrough? And what if I haven't? What if I'm a fraud and everybody's watching me? Yep. Um, I should mention Tracy Morgan's in this. Well, the voice of Tracy Morgan's yes. in this. Tracy Morgan's Tracy Morgan's The Ghost of Christmas Yet to Come is the thing I did not know that I needed in this world. Isn't it wonderful? Especially when the joke is he's mute. Yeah. He's not allowed to speak. Which, and, of course, it, the ghost in the book is mute. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and, but Tracy Morgan's one of the most notorious voices in pop culture today. <laughs> yeah, I love 30 Rock. He was, he was a major part of 30 Rock, yeah. and I love 30 Rock. So uh, he was fantastic. Um, so I enjoyed I enjoyed his performance in that, but it was played by a much bigger man. But that's yes. that's besides yeah, that the point. is technically a voice acting role, I suppose. Yeah, it is. of course, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So especially because you don't have to worry about animation a lot. You can yeah. do you can just riff whatever you wanted yeah. to do on that. So was that uh, the first real big Christmas number? I don't know if it's the one in the hall, the whatever. The one that really struck me was the one where Ryan Reynolds is talking about bringing back Christmas. Bringing back Christmas It's a brilliant number. And this is where you find out he has like no morals and he's going to weaponize Christmas and Christmas trees specifically and use it. And the gimmick is if you have a fake tree, you're against family values. You're having a war on Christmas and creates infighting between the Christmas tree growers and, um, and those who wouldn't do it. So in order to prove it's that kind of reverse you know rather than patriotism i'll prove how pro christmas family values i am i will buy a real tree yeah and it, it, it definitely speaks to what's going on i think in society and therefore we see this and we go yeah he's the he's the perfect scumbag bad guy plus it, you have the name drop vancouver which i imagine this was shot in i imagine with so. that reference yeah. yeah plus ryan reynolds is from vancouver right so uh worst case scenario is just a small side reference to where he's from yeah uh, positive a, a lot of films get get made in vancouver so i would not be surprised at all if this was shot over uh there maybe a chance to talk through some of the uh some of the other highlights in the musical uh regime um i'm trying to say i i, I don't really want to talk about um the view from here if i can help it <laughs> which is um, um um oh what's her name uh, oh, Octavia. oh was it really yeah so that was Octavia Spencer's big song. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I do want I mean, I think this film, if I'm being honest with you, I think mm-hmm. this film, I think the second half is so much stronger than the first half. Yeah. I think you have to learn to know who these characters are. I think you have to get through all the Christmas Carol. Okay, he's not going to buy in. Okay, he's not going to buy in. Okay, yeah. he's not going to. And we can predict how much he's not going to buy in at every step. Mm-hmm. And it only becomes something once you start to see small compromises being made. Yeah. Because it's really more about the relationship between between Will the Ferrell two of them. If you look at this yeah. as a straight Scrooge adaptation, mm. you're going to miss it out because it's really more of a buddy movie. Yeah. Where they both end up kind of wanting to be who the other one is. Yep. 
and that's there's something in that and there's a sweetness and they both get to try on a new pair of shoes for the first time yeah. and go oh i like this uh so uh i will say i think a tipping point in this is good afternoon good afternoon is brilliant so good afternoon's a big comedic they're back it's in victoria in london, london and number, yeah. good afternoon's the, the worst swear word you could say to anybody in the whole world yeah. and because you load it with that it becomes really really funny so yeah. i heard someone say good afternoon the other day and i, I, I had a little chuckle it is, it's brilliant yeah, yeah that's great yeah so uh love that thought it was really really strong and actually both of them carry out a decent amount of tap at one point in that and yeah and from, you, for, from as far as i can tell it is them doing it yeah before you turn the mics on you and i think that's really them doing, yeah. doing the dance moves yeah yeah and they seem to it they do a brilliant job of it i have no doubt that chloe and Maud, who like so like i said did the tap um are they're brilliant teachers for as, as much as anyone can see so i imagine they did get them to do it but it just looks the sets as well in this film yeah. are incredible as far as i can tell real sense? yeah oh it seems like just, it yeah absolutely yeah. fantastic um so there's that one uh should we talk about uh am i really unredeemable unredeemable is a beautiful song well will, will ferrell's a better singer than you ever thought he was yeah yeah who knew who knew yeah absolutely smashes it have you seen the tiktok i believe it is where Farrell and Reynolds do all the parts to Mika's Grace Kelly. No. Oh, it's great. I want to see that. Oh, it's great. Okay, folks, whatever you're doing, stop it and look that up. Uh, we'll look it up as soon as, as soon as we're done with the recording. Yeah, here. I want to see that. It's the two of them in their costumes from the show, so they must have done uh, it during a break. They're doing this, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you look at that and you go, oh, these, these guys really can't sing. Yeah. So I'm not just trying to, I'm not pulling, I'm not I'm being unfair to Octavia Spencer. Like, these two guys can really sing, and it yeah. shows in this movie. Yeah, and it, it feels, it feels a bit mean if, if this isn't just a bad production job on Octavia Spencer, it feels mean to cast her next to them because she stands out because they can sing and because the backing vocals are so strong. I think Octavia Spencer is an excellent actress. She does she does that role so well. I'm not sure there's a lot for her to do with this. No, but the bits that she does do, she does them yeah. really well. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I think uh, I don't. The hard part is she. Okay, first off, she's let's just call it Spade. Mm. She's she's Bob Cratchit in this. That's her role. Yeah, yeah. She's a reluctant Bob Cratchit. Yeah. Alfred Woodard did it better in uh, Scrooged, which you didn't see, but yeah. trust me on that. Um, and an actress of her quality deserved needed more to do. Yeah. Than just be this weird, conflicted hatchet man. Uh, Ryan Reynolds runs a uh, an anti an, uh, like a publicity a bad thing, spin like, publicity yeah, company. Yeah. And he uses it to sort of help his niece win an election. Yeah. And man, I'll tell you what, I was not expecting them to go the whole kid committed suicide because yeah. of bullying thing. I feel that was I feel that was a bit heavy. A little bit too. I feel yeah. that was that was a bit too much for a Christmas movie. I went I, I went there, not really going here for a Christmas and movie. They did, yeah. And they did, and I went, okay, that feels that part felt like a, a bit of emotional manipulation. A little bit. Like, I, I know yeah. films in their essence are emotional manipulative, but that yeah. felt exploitive. I guess it's how do you how do you get a, the dying child part in? Yeah. And they, they went a more modern route, oh. I guess, than it, they didn't do Tiny Tim, you did. I think the film needs a trigger warning. Pretend, I don't, yeah. it, it might well happen. I'm not, I'm not really a fan of trigger warnings, but shoot. Like this film, I mean, this is going to, I don't know what it's rated um, by the BBFC or anybody. I imagine it's oh. a 12. 
because there'd be some sexual content, won't there's there? There's sexual content. I think there's a couple. There's swear words as well. Oh, it's online, so I don't think it, I don't think it gets. Did so not get one at all. Oh, it was released. It was released in cinemas, at least in the U.S., because it made for for a week. Oh, okay. So, but it wasn't released in the in the U.K. in theaters. So I don't think it has a uh, rating because they're not. Uh, oh, breaking news! Jonathan Majors dropped by Marvel. Oh, yeah. Ethan messaged me about that uh, moment of when it happened earlier. This is saying PG rated, uh, rated rated PG thirteen. Okay, that would make sense in the states. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, such is there. Uh, what was I talking about? I was I've somehow ended up on a different screen here. Oh, there it is. So, I have no idea what I was referring to, but I was saying how Octavia Spencer deserves so much more. I mean, this is Octavia Spencer who owned it in the help. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, she she made a small role in Spider Man. See, massive. And then um, this is... This would have been better cast cast with someone who was a stronger singer and not necessarily as good of an actor because they don't need to be, but could still portray the warmth and innocence of the relationship that comes from and, and the conflict. Because there, there is stuff to it. Oh, I wonder who you do. I wonder who's there. I'm not sure. It's the singing. Yeah. That's the hard part. Yeah. So I don't know anybody who's of that age who... I suppose you cast... You might well have to have cast an unknown, but they obviously yeah. didn't want to do that. No, you want name value. Yeah. You want star power. Um, and it's, it's good. It's an impressive third name. I mean, they wait for about a minute and 25 seconds of a two-minute and 20-second trailer to tell you she's in the movie. Yeah. But, um, but you know, she's kind of omnipresent in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, has a, her. she has her moral awakening way earlier than, than anybody else. Yeah. That would be the hard part. I mean, I get why he's doing it. He's just a scumbag. She's been fighting this for decades. Yeah. If anything, we just prove that she has a price. He he doesn't have a soul. She, hers gets bought and sold. <laughs> just a thought. Yeah, and I think that is really interesting though, because obviously in her in in the song she does speak about how her mum used to clean buildings that she now works. And in. now she has the corner office. And yeah. now she's got that. So I think it's part of that is how do I let that go? How do I? can I live with myself if I get rid of this because of how hard my parents have worked for me to be in this position and how hard I've worked to be in this position. Um, so there is like nuance and character to her character. It's just not, it is glossed over a little bit, but not too badly. Tell you, I mean, there's a scene where Ryan Reynolds refuses to take his niece to live with him when his sister's mm-hmm. dying of cancer and his sister is a little fan. Mm-hmm. And that makes his niece kind of like Tiny Tim and no, Tiny Tim ends up being the boy the who boy. does. Oh, it's really conflicted. Um, but it makes his niece Fred. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but and it reminds him of his sister and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So it's, it's it's a good one. Um, but it builds towards the last big sort of in non reprise musical number. Do a little good. Do a little good. It's a good scene. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's a good end of movie song. It's very, very good. I yeah. enjoy the again, the set piece is incredible. The bus at the back is brilliant. The it's just it just looks so good and there's snow on the floor oh. and there's people frozen in place because they're people so all, yeah. all the dancing is done by the ghosts. It's uh, it's so And good. it's all done in the moment where Ryan Reynolds has sacrificed himself for Will Farrell. Yeah. Will Ferrell, who just wants to get hit by a bus so he can go back to being an angel again. He just wants to go back to being a ghost. Yeah. Is that enough? A ghost, yeah. He does it because he doesn't feel like he's... He's doing anything. Redeemed. Yeah. And then he gets saved, and you, you go through the whole song, and he goes back into place, and the bus hits him, and you're like... Oh, oh. tell you what. Oh, there soul is pu- consequences. Soul punch. 
Yeah. Soul Punch, wasn't expecting that. And then Marley goes without consequence. And the first woman got it just by playing some road hockey. <laughs> um, nah, it was good. It was good. I tell you, what, he went flying so far that when he crawled out, I went, "Oh come on!" Yeah, and, and then, then when you find out, oh okay, I, which I really, I really enjoy that reveal. I think it's very clever. Yep. And, uh, and then we get the, we finish with that Sunday morning feeling, which is the opening song, and we get a reprise at the end. Yeah. Christmas, Christmas morning feeling. feeling, sorry, that's Sunday morning feeling, <laughs> feeling, which is uh, a nice tune as well. But you've got legitimately Christmas, maybe Christmas morning feeling, maybe. Uh, ripples fine bring back christmas is fine View Ripple, from- ripples is, cu- is the cut song is it it's at the end of the okay. um that they play because they filmed it all and ripple, then just couldn't ripple, use it yeah ripple, yeah um good afternoon good absolutely afternoon. uh unredeemable yep do a little good yeah something but the christmas morning film so you got three to four bangers on this one yeah legit like these are good yeah, like this could totally be in your rotation. Yeah. Like out of the top 10 Christmas movies now, mm-hmm. this makes my top 10. Yeah. Uh, five might be a push, but it makes my top 10 for sure. Um, And it could totally be in your, I still don't see any reason why not. It's a good sit down, wrap the presents while yeah, it's on in absolutely. the background. Um, Have a good smile, have a, good, have a bit of a giggle. One of my um, favorite things about because they released the album, obviously, and then they also released a squeaky clean version of the album with lyric changes in that are completely PG. Oh, okay. Which I think is just funny, but it just means that um, was it opening to do a little good? The line is supposed to be um, you strip them down right to their core and find their find a self centered prick. Okay. The squeaky clean version is find their self centered and sick. No, like, okay. So they, they've done a good job with it. Like it's, but it's it, yeah, it makes me laugh. Sure. <laughs> um, so that would be, I guess, more or less the story of uh, the story of Spirited. Um, surprisingly, it's a bit sickly sweet, but so is Christmas. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Uh, it's not overly. It's not Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street syrupy sweet. It's not no. that. It's it's got enough edge. Ryan Reynolds is there and provides that, and Will Ferrell gets to be the whole. I'm so oblivious to how cynicism could yeah. be. So they're a they're a great they're a great comedy pairing. There's absolute chemistry between the two of them. Yeah, and the, I mean there is there's a brilliant there's lots of subtle gags in yep. this as well as like the obvious stuff as well. I mean I'm pretty sure Will Ferrell tells someone dressed as Buddy the Elf that he looks stupid at one point, which is. It's oh. throwaway, but it's really funny. And there's a great Judy Dench cameo. And there's and Judy Dench is in it. <laughs> just, hey, it's Judy Dench. That's an entire role. It's a national treasure. Like now said that, by the Canadian. Yeah, like, it's yeah. just, oh, it's brilliant. That is, but that is the definition of a cameo. I need to, yes. need to show this to Liam and go, that, that is what a cameo, cameo is. <laughs> Far too big for the small part she got. Yeah. That's it. And I, the fact that she did it is just brilliant. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, I was okay with it. Um, if I had a criticism, it would be there's a whole lot of other characters in the periphery, none of whom get to do much. Yeah. But it feels like they're going, hey, we got two white guys at the center of this. <laughs> we probably should yeah. paint with a more inclusive palette, shall we? And and to be fair, and that's one thing I said, I think, um, when I was saying, you said that you'd watched it, the dancers in it so all of you like ensemble yep. is made up of a very very diverse group of people yep. and you can you can see it's just we went they went best people for the job in you come 
nothing else yep. it was it was re- it's really nice to say that the dance troupe is inclusion at one of its finest that you can see at the moment yep. so uh overall I, I found myself really quite surprised how much i enjoyed it even watching the trailer back mm-hmm. i was stunned at how much of a bop this was <laughs> now i should mention megan and i went and saw your pantomime yes and you guys used a couple songs from this in that we did yeah you did irredeemable unredeemable yeah unredeemable. why do i keep doing that unredeemable <laughs> and the other one you did was is it do a little good yep okay and mm. christmas morning feeling. man you guys you got wow yeah. three we we went heavy on the spirit this year yeah. it only came out last year no that's um, good and it's not, not it must be great to go hey here's all these new songs we haven't used yet yeah these are all and they're good good like, yeah. christmas songs yeah uh yeah yeah so no 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 judgment here it's a it's a strong one so but i didn't find myself uh, all day long singing am i unredeemable the backing vocals for that are a lot of fun to sing i will i will say that much i really enjoy doing the backing for that so uh yeah uh i thought a really really fun fun time so if anybody's out if you've seen spirited why not tell us what you thought about it over on what used to be called twitter twitter what's now x uh, go ahead at best film of her pod let us know your thoughts on it what did you think of um what did you think of spirited i kind of forgot the name of the yeah. there for a minute over on the apple tv uh, if you don't have apple tv well if you've listened to this much sorry if I you am, still, go, wa- still go watch it. it still go watch yeah. it um like i said 71 percent rotten tomatoes i assume you've got to be able to buy this on um on prime i imagine it would still be available um i'm Spirited. only where to watch tvs just apple tv man that's it yeah all right i don't know how to watch it if you're not for, for but i imagine you can just go and do a one-off payment mm. i think there might or i someone some someone said it was potentially coming out on dvd that, that, that well would be done. a push if you get a chance to do that yeah um well you've probably already had it ruined for your hair because you listened for the whole thing but still but watch still, it because it's so warm and fuzzy and it will give you i will say this morning feeling I think if you watch the trailer, my second watch would be more enjoyable than the first because the first, I'm just trying to follow the plot. Yeah. A musical is a musical. The second time you watch it, there's a whole other lay. Every lyric becomes an analysis. So, uh, and then you get to see the spectacle of it all. Yeah. Maybe you're so busy following the the story, you don't see the spectacle. Yeah. And musicals are all if done well can be all about the spectacle and the story. So there we are. Absolutely. So that would be about that. So I guess I'll say uh, check out all the good stuff coming up on the BFE on Christmas Eve. We're dropping our annual Christmas party, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Woo. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I was yawning. Nope, fine. Me. I was uh, trying to silently yawn. <laughs> we've got Wonka coming out, and then uh, I can I'll, I'll drop this now, and then uh, we've got we're going to finish the year. Well, I won't tell you what we got starting the next year off. I won't say no, that. We don't need but that. we did. You've got mail as well last week, so there's there's all sorts of goodness there that's coming out for you to listen to. So uh, to finish up 2023, so we can start off 2024, New Year. Same old BFE. <laughs> In Megan's case, older. Oh, BFE. Uh, don't be mean to Megan. I'm getting shirt speed made up. Be mean to Megan and no. don't be mean to Megan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see which one sells more. I will buy a be mean to Megan shirt. Oh, well, I'll buy a don't be one. There we go. I'll have, to, I'll have to start doing some t-shirt designs because I think our, our resident shop boy is uh, is is sleeping. Don't don't cry, shop boy. Don't cry, Don't cry. Boy. So, uh, that's about it. So, check out all the stuff we got going on there. Uh, thanks for all your stuff. Old Lang Sign, all that. Find someone you love or not love. Give them a kiss at midnight. God bless you. Happy New Year. For best film ever, I've been here. And I've been Georgia. And I guess I'll just leave it with this. According to the song, 
one move, one positive implement <laughs> creates a ripple. But if you find that it's not working out for you, you can always just wish them a good afternoon. <laughs> we'll catch you on the flippity flop. The flippity flip flop. 